Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.07, 7 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Action-packed show for you tonight. Coming up later in the program, Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench will join us. Uh, Jay Black will be here uh, previewing the Bulldogs-South Carolina game, which is now on Sunday here on your Home of the Dogs. Uh, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. But as always, I like to start off the show with something funny. And uh, our first guest is certainly that. He is the breakout star. Not my words. The words of Variety Magazine. The breakout star of the movie The Wedding Ringer with uh, Kevin Hart. He is Colin Kane. He joins us in the studio. Mr. Kane, an honor and a privilege, sir. Good morning, Mark. A breakout star. Uh, people just say that. I just do my thing. Forgive me. I, I know that's a hugely popular movie, but I haven't seen it yet. It's okay. No worries. Really? I don't. It's, I don't. I don't to... yeah, it's okay. I'm it, not offended. It got great. I mean, yeah, the audiences loved it. What was your role in that? Uh, I played uh, a wheelchair-bound kind of con artist, but that was like a while ago. Okay. But whatever, we don't have to talk about that. We can talk about whatever you want. Anything, all right. I don't care. No, Very we just cool. Keep, we just keep it real. Let, let's talk about your background. Uh, okay. You are originally from Long Island. I'm from New York City. I lived in Long Island a little, then a little Florida, and then Connecticut, and then uh, New York City, and then Los Angeles. So your your career path, well, your living path, somewhat mirrors mine. Okay. You seem like a Long Island guy, I can tell. Connecticut. Okay, where? Uh, Torrington. Which okay. is not too far from Avon, which okay. I know you went to uh, went to school there. I did, but my grandmother lived in Oceanside, New York, and which is not too far far from, from Rock. To, yeah, so yeah. I feel like how long have you been out here? I've been in Atlanta since '96. Okay, married so, kids? Uh, no, and no. So it's nothing. <laughs> I work and work. That's all you do. Yeah, yeah. It's sad, but I'm uh, retiring in five years, so then I can have a family. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Married? Kids? No? No. My, uh, I've had some beautiful relationships over the years, yeah. but just career and it takes time to attract the right type of woman in your life. Well, I've, I've always, I marvel at the comedians that I talk to or mm. actors or athletes that get married at a young age and then they embark on this career path that just begs for them to uh, be tempted, you know? I, I'm sure as a comedian, a good-looking mm. dude on the road, women are throwing hotel keys at you left and right. And as a married I'm guy- i hotel keys at them. It's the other way around. <laughs> I'm the one in the hotel. But I, yeah. I mean, is it? I mean, you you shouldn't have any trouble um, 
hooking up on the road, right? This is... Um, yes, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Obviously, you can be tempted. But as you get older, you know, it's about being a man. You man up. If you're with a woman, you'd you be honest. Sure. And, but when I was younger, sure, you kind of, that behavior, yeah. you just run wild. But as you get older, you want to find someone you really respect. Yeah, and absolutely. A, and a good partner. Absolutely. So um, there, there's a lot of girls... But but the, but the other problem yeah. is, say you do find an amazing girl. Yes. You, you're out in L.A. And I will. You're at the Coffee Bean. Okay. And you, you see this smoking this hot fantasy? girl. No, I'm <laughs> just uh, I'm just role Come playing on, here. <laughs> uh, you're at the Coffee Bean. You meet this girl. You hit it off. You go on a couple dates. Things are going amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to hit the road. I would imagine that there's a jealousy there. The the girl's like, "What's Colin doing on the road? What's he doing in Topeka?" Like you know, I just it's got to be tough on a relationship for a comedian or an athlete or an actor or whoever is has got to travel a I lot. S- yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but uh, it also depends on the type of woman you're with. Yeah, because if you find a woman who's you know very confident in herself and it, good you're, luck, you're sure, <laughs> and no, and you're you're sure of kind of the relationship you have. There should be none of that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately that's what you want. Um, a part of my act is obviously I, I make fun of women a lot. And it's a big part of my act because, uh, I mean, women do some things that are quite crazy and I'm good at kind of making fun of them. And that's what I do. And a lot of girls that come to my show, they can appreciate the humor and they're a great type of woman who can really take a joke. But it comes down to just finding that person and it's just trust and you you build a relationship. But it's just business. I go there, I make people laugh. I don't party, I don't do drugs, so I don't get lost in that kind of area. Gotcha. Which many people do. Colin Kane in studio. He is the punchline this weekend. Please go see him. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Two shows tomorrow night, 8 and 10, and it's the new punchline location in Buckhead, Rosal Road at Piedmont Road. Do not go to the old punchline because it is no longer there. Your first time at the punchline in no, Atlanta? been here a couple times. Excellent. What, yes. what do you think of our fair city? <sighs> Fun city, good people, always great shows. Yeah. Nothing too negative to say. Do you, Have you done any sightseeing, any uh, not touristy too stuff? Much. Um, I'm usually here for just work. I don't have too much time to get out during the day. Yeah. I mean, I exercise, but that's it. But uh, is there anything I should hit? Well, it depends what you're into. I- Atlanta is a great city. Yeah. But as far as like must-see attractions, yeah. there's there's cool stuff. The aquarium, world of Coca-Cola, <laughs> Martin Luther King okay. Museum, the Civil Rights Museum. That might be interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll th- check it out. There's nothing though that that people would fly in from Tokyo like I got to go to Atlanta and check out this. Mm. Food's great. Uh, people are great. But there's what no. Made you, what made you stay here? Work. Uh, yeah, I got hired out of college. Uh, I went to Marist in New York. I know Marist. And I got hired to come down here, so I've been here out out of college Okay. since here. And, and uh, I, I never thought I'd be here this long, but... How old are you? Um, 42. Okay. 40 Any days. regrets in your life? Yeah. Can you share one? Oh, huge regrets. Give me one. Um, what, what do you regret? <laughs> what's safe for air? Let's, let's say that... <laughs> so I've been, I've been at the station for 19 years. Yeah. I started here when I was 23, yeah. and... I told you off the air what my shift is, my schedule yes. is, and I've I kind of I I had a good time in my twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. I really did, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't take full advantage of all that Atlanta had to offer all the time because uh, you know I got to go to bed at so uh, early hours or late hours, and it, social life kind of got condensed. Um, so that's a regret that I didn't um, fully enjoy my my 20s and 30s but the payoff is i uh, you know i've got a great job and um a good career and a pension and all that fancy fancy stuff but so that that's kind of not a, I don't know, a regret but 
you know, I could have taken advantage of, of what the city had to offer. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's pretty deep. What about you? Big regret? What was her name? <sighs> no, with the women, I mean, I've, I mean, I've had my heart smashed a couple times. That's part of life. You got to become a man to go through that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, as I get older, you, I learn that personal relationships, you know, with a woman is probably the toughest thing in the world. I don't know what's more tough, more challenging for me. Not that I'm I'm troubled or damaged that I can't do it, yeah. but if you think about it, works work. But what else can really take you out of yourself and affect you like that? Is it's a woman? Yeah. So I've learned to uh, I don't regrets. I mean, I kind of always done everything I wanted to do. There's a lot of things I want to do. Did you? Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, sure. Did you always want to do what you're doing? Like at an early age, did you say? I've always kind of been making fun of people. I yeah. feel like everyone's got a gift. You found yours through radio, and you you dedicated yourself to it mm-hmm. for 19 years, and. You know, your social life is going to suffer, but also if you're truly happy where you are, yeah. you know, then you did the work, which is important. And a lot of people, uh, because to me, it's not work, you know, because, I mean, yeah, I just said that just for the sake of, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know, like if, if you love what you're doing there, the old cliche, then it's not work. Yeah. Um, have you gotten to the point where do you, do you feel like you have the respect you deserve? I'm getting there. Yeah. The respect comes every two weeks. When with the paycheck. paycheck, yeah, that's 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 what you I know. I'm respected, and uh, okay, well, then yeah. I guess they're paying you. That's a, that's a sign work? of respect for sure. <laughs> uh, so, so you were a kid that that made fun of people. Yes, and you said, "What what can I do with this as well, a career?" Or it just if I, I mean, I've always kind of made fun of people and kind of made people laugh. And then I said, "Hey, I would like to give this a shot." And it's been a wild journey. I mean, I started when I was 20. Yeah, I've been doing this like 16 years. It's been a wild journey. I've been to some amazing places, met some people, had some horrible nights. It's yeah. all part of the journey, but uh, it's about ultimately just getting to that point where you're ultimately happy. Your, your first time on stage telling jokes was when and where? New York City, many, many years ago. Um, I did well. I got laughs. Either Open people, mic or you just... Uh, more of a kind of, uh, hey, bring some friends. Everybody brings friends, like a bringer type show. Okay. Got laughs. Someone kind of heckled me. I destroyed them. I'm really? really? That's part of my act. I go up there and like I said, I'm... An, I'm uh, I'm an insult comic, so off stage right now, this is, it's just an act. It's a persona. My job is to yeah. make you really laugh. Sure, sure. So if you can take a joke, you're really that sh- would that would always um, that would prevent me the, the hecklers like it, to if, not pursue it. Yeah, because that's but I guess if you know you hone that skill over the years. You do, to, but I have zero zero tolerance. I'll yeah. kick you out. I don't care if you're my number one fan just because you have a couple of drinks and you think you're going to say something. This is my this is what I do for a living. I dedicated myself, so yeah. I have zero tolerance for that. No, I I, I hate hecklers. I, I mean, I go to the comedy clubs all the time, yeah. and it's like we're paying to see the performer, not drunk Charlie uh, uh, in the audience. Yes, um, and it's very telling about the person, who they are uh, when they act like that, yeah. or if they get wasted, or the things they say. It's just kind of, a lot of them are trashy and disgusting. Colin Kane in studio. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Please go see him. Tickets online at punchline.com. Your type of comedy, the insult comedy, uh, the 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 harsh kind of punching stuff. Yes. Comedic influences. Who who did you uh, listen to or watch growing up that that really formed your your style or helped your style? Um, I wasn't a big comedy nerd growing up. Believe yeah. it or not, I kind of did my own thing. Um, but uh, there's a lot of funny, talented people out there. Um, I like Jim Norton, Nick okay. Capallo, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, obviously Don Rickles. Yeah. Oh. The legend, Don Rickles. He's the legend. Yeah. I mean, he, he would go up there, no material, and just kind of make it, it. just create the energy. That's what this show is. There's there's no show material on this. There's no show prep. It's just, you know, try to make people laugh for two hours. So yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's the one thing that I, I don't think that I could do um, what you do. I don't know about your, and I, I, forgive me because I haven't seen you on stage okay. yet, 
But uh, when you know when I talk to stand up comedians, they'll go out and do the do pretty much the same set night after night Not with me. variations. Oh, I'll kill myself. That's I, it, well, that's the thing. I, I just couldn't get up there and tell the same stories every night and make them sound. So I'm, so I'm if, doing four shows the rest of the weekend. Each show will be different if you came to each show. So people come coming tonight. Um, they, you never know what you're going to get. Was basically no, it's kind of saying. like a high wire act. Very you know, you cool. Don't, you don't know what you're gonna get. I kind of let it rip, and it's kind of my show. I make it more of a an experience, and if people, I can make people laugh in that moment, and they realize it's not script. Realize it's not scripted. Yeah. They they realize just and what, that's the best. What funny is, and that's what that I is do. absolutely the best. Is when when you're at a a, a performance, a club, or um, I, I saw um, Louis C.K. He was here a couple a couple of weeks ago, and you, you know what what's uh, what he's got prepared, but then when he something takes him off, kill off the 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 set list, it's it's you're just seeing something brand new and creative, and it's just mm. it's, it's it's you know you, you disagree? <laughs> no, I agree. I, no, right. I, I I smiled. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it's in. it's crazy. All right, hang on another segment. Sure. All right, Colin Kane in studio. He is at the Punchline this weekend, the new Punchline location at the Landmark Diner. And by the way, Colin, yes, uh, the best food you'll ever have at a comedy club. Ha! It's the biggest menu. You can get uh, a cheese omelet and a gyro. Yes. And a chocolate milkshake. And a piece of cheesecake. It's all there for you. So, yes. uh, another, not only can you see Colin, but you can eat well at the punchline. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show, brought to you by Low T Nation. I like the play. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play at. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show Friday edition. Uh, coming up on the show, Johnny Bench, uh, Hall of Fame catcher, will join us in the Cincinnati Reds. You a sports guy, Colin? I'm not. I, no. I do respect uh, athletes, but not a big Have you heard guy. of Johnny Bench? Of course I have. Uh, so I went into the newsroom yeah. and said, Johnny Bench is going to be on the show tonight. And the millennials were like, who? Yeah. They had no idea. Yeah. Well, I don't know. As long as you know who he is, I feel... Because <laughs> b- uh, to me, I was like, Johnny Bench is the man. Yes. He's absolutely Which the man. Which did he play for? I forgot. The Cincinnati Reds. You That's, might be a little. You might no, still be a little I know too it. young. I know, no, I. I mean, he I played baseball blue, cards when I was younger, yeah. so it really sounds familiar. He does the blue emu commercials now. You might see him on TV. What's like blue emu, some sort of ointment for old people for sores. I don't know. Okay, it's a it's a it's a paycheck for him. I I guess. Um, people want to follow you. Uh, you on social media? You active? Of course, I am. It's uh, at Colin Kane okay. on Instagram, and then uh, obviously Facebook and Snapchat, and you can find me. So you're snapping. I'm snapping. I haven't done that yet. Do you yeah, recommend I it? What, I mean, it's it is the hottest social media platform, but I, you might struggle with it because you're not a millennium. <laughs> Why? Though, because the people, the the powers that be, like Aram, you got to get on Snapchat. You got to. Are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram. Are you active? I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, f- I'm actor active on Twitter and Facebook, but it it seems like I just can't do another one, man. I've reached my limit. It changes. Depends what you put into it. What you yeah. want to get out. But you, so it. you recommend it. All right. Yeah. I mean, if you think your fans are on it and it's a great way to reach them. I don't it's, think it's, my it's, fans are on They're a little it. more, it's a little, little more juvenile. It's yeah, younger. It's a younger skewing Yeah. Thing. All right. Tell me about, uh, how long were you in Connecticut for? I was in Connecticut for boarding school, high yeah. school, a couple of years. And Avon Old Farm. Yes, sir. Is that the home of a famous hockey player? Yes. Uh, Brian Leach. Brian Leach. Yes, yes. Wick, the goalie, Wick. Yeah. Did you ever go to the Friendlies in Avon? What's the friendlies? It's the, a little, oh, yeah. the restaurant, the ice cream joint. I love <laughs> I that place. About, I haven't thought about that in a while. And there was I the think... M- Munson's Candy Store. I don't know yeah, if you remember that. Yeah. Near the mall. Yeah. Good times. Wow. And uh, 
You might be the second most famous former resident of Avon. And number one? Mike Tyson used to live there. That was Farmington. Oh, it could be Farmington. And You're right. He sold it because he got in debt, right? Yeah, he yeah. had to, it got foreclosed and then um, 50 Cent bought it or something. Sounds about right. Like, but why would A, a boxer and a rapper buy this palatial estate in Avon, Connecticut or Farmington, Connecticut or whatever? Mm. Like, what's the draw? You live there. What's Why, why, would, why Mike would Tyson, Tyson want to live um, there? Maybe an investment. Maybe just being away from the, the everything so he can really train and that would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just to be near the friendlies. That. All right. <laughs> Colin, can't wait to see you on stage. Uh, Thank you, Mark. It's C-O-L-I-N-K-A-N-E. Yes, sir. For all the social media stuff. Uh, it, it's been cool, man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I appreciate the, the realness, brother. All right. Enjoy your, your stay in Atlanta. Thank you, Mark. Stick around, folks. News, weather, and traffic next, including an update on Hurricane Matthew and uh, its track. Stick around. More to come. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. All the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Aaron show baseball hall of famer the greatest catcher of all time uh the uh the cornerstone the pillar of the great cincinnati reds uh mr johnny bench uh mr bench in honor of privilege thank you for joining us on the mark Aram show all right mark let's start with this i'm johnny so we can start <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> uh, well johnny um here's the deal uh i'm a huge baseball fan Grew up a, uh, a Yankees fan, uh, became a Braves fan when I started doing the uh, pre- and post-game shows on the radio here, um, and I had to call in some backup on this interview, because the program director of WSB Radio is an Ohio native, and perhaps your biggest fan, he joins us in, in studio as well, his name is Pete Spriggs. Oh, terrific, terrific. Are you guys looking forward to the new uh, ballpark? Uh, I am looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. I went to the finale on Sunday, and I shed more than one tear because I had some great memories at Turner Field in the in the 20-year run there. It was a really nice ballpark. I had some great memories at Fulton County Stadium, too. There's a lot of balls that were flying out over there. <laughs> <laughs> the launching pad, the launching pad. Uh, it was, too. It was great. I, I, I want to just ask uh, my boss, Pete Spriggs, to, to ask any question. You've been dying to talk to Johnny Bench your whole life. You have Hi, him on the phone right now. Fire away, my man. So first of all, I just want to say that I used to see you on the Bo- Bob Braun 50-50 Club. Oh, wow. Be- hey, Mark, <laughs> before, while, this was in the Cincinnati-Dayton area. Before sports stars you know, were multimedia stars, Johnny Bench 
used to sing on the 50-50 Club with Bob Braun. True or false, yeah, Johnny? Paul Dixon and Bob Braun, my gosh. Paul Dixon. Old, Anybody from yeah. Indiana, Ohio, or Kentucky that's listening will remember that. And in fact... Hey, Pete. Yeah. Hey, Pete. I used to sing, but I, I wasn't always asked. You know, I, when I retired, <laughs> Bobby Goldsboro gave... Bobby Goldsboro gave me a gold record, not for having sold a million copies, but for having sung Leroy Brown a million times. <laughs> <laughs> he got all the ASCAP and BMI fees from that, from you performing it. The um, And then I remember you on, and Mark probably doesn't remember this, I remember you being a guest many times on Hee Haw, true or false? <laughs> oh, totally true. Yeah, you can go to YouTube and catch me singing Don't Mess Around with Jim and with Roy Clark and... Uh, you know, Buck Owens and uh, Minnie Pearl and Grandpa Jones. That's oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's how I became me. Was uh, I wasn't afraid to do anything. I would go on. I was on shows. I was on the Carson. I was on the uh, Jim Neighbors show. How's that? I was even on that. And, I, and, <laughs> I, and Letterman. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, if you're going to go out there and market yourself, you got to do crazy things. And I was up for it. Well, I have a Johnny Bench t-shirt that I wore to Great American Ballpark uh, last weekend in Cincinnati. I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm, oh, you. I was named after Peter Edward Rose. I'm Peter Anthony Spriggs, so I'm sorry about that. I was born in, <laughs> was born in 1960. Oh, right. He was one of our heroes. Born in, born in 1963. So I have one question for you. We have a lot of people that listen, and they're, they have teenage kids, middle school kids that are playing baseball, high school kids. It is how in the world does somebody do you do you entice a young person to become a catcher because catchers are such a big commodity because it's such a tough job mm-hmm. it's so hard on the body how how did people like you and Carlton Fisk and you know think about some of the guys that are catching today that continue to catch year after year how do, what's the mentality to become a catcher and to put your body through that incredible torture every night of the of the week you're you're absolutely right Peter. you know it takes a certain kid i i have seven and ten year old boys and i coach the little league team and you know i'd say who wants to catch and all of a sudden they'll all catch you know usually it's the fat slow kid that, that <laughs> the original. Mm. you know that was the original thing but you know i had i had this i had a kid and he said i'll catch so he gets back there and says can i do it again and no and they're like i want to catch and there were like three kids that wanted to catch and, you know, it's the action. It's being involved. You know, you, you stand around in the field and you're not, not much action happening your way. I mean, it, it's there. You know, you're, you're, you're seeing everything. You see the field. You, you're able to be involved. And once you get involved, and then, then you got to learn to live with the pain. I mean, I've got 17 broken bones. So i got six broken bones in each foot from foul balls. I've got I broke. I had 30 chips taken out of my shoulder. Mm. I mean, I don't want to scare kids off, <laughs> but you're going to have to live with pain. Bro, two broken thumbs, broken little fingers. Uh, I got ran over at home plate, destroyed my cartilage. But you, you're just going to have to learn. And, and these kids learn, and they, you know, after a little bit, they say, you know what, this is still the action. This is still what I want. And I'm tougher than all, the, all of you anyway, and I want to be in control. I want to call the game. I want to have that picture out there. I want to paint a picture. I want him to win a game. You know, but back when I was playing in Little League, the coaches used to say, fastest way to the majors is being a catcher. Because, well, you I know. Heard that from my dad. That's why I became a catcher. It was, uh, I, I, and that enticed a lot of people to, to try it out. But it, it takes a special person. You have to have no fear as a catcher. I mean, it's just, it's it's a constant. Uh, I remember I, I would catch occasionally, and, 
in high school and uh, in Legion ball. And I, I couldn't help but flinch every time the pitch came in. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's just what it is. I mean, you know, we have kids that flinch when they're at the bat. They, they get afraid of the baseball. And, you know, once you start to get the feel of it, you know, it takes a little while to become accustomed to it. But once, once, uh, once you get past that, you'll be a catcher for life. Johnny Bench joining us on the Mark Aram Show. From, from World Series to Jim Neighbors, now to uh, you donating a huge gift to schools across uh, America. Tell us about this, Johnny. Well, we're teaming up with Smithfield Foods, and Smithfield heard about what we were doing, and they said we want to be involved. So basically it's a $25 million gift to schools across America. This app would normally cost $5,000 to the school, but it goes to the school now free of charge. They pay a monthly fee. But for all users, it's downloaded free, and uh, they will be. Uh, they can customize the app, and what the app will do is give you instant updates. It'll send you push notifications to anything that's going on in the school. And if you punch on the app, you'll be able to come up with the calendar, the schedule. You'll know what the test schedule is for your kids. You'll know any changes they can send out instantly. That it's a snow day, and the school is going to be closed. The event has been canceled or changed, or they, they can report scores. And so you instantaneously have at your hands the total control of what your ch- child is doing. When is your test today, son, or this week? I don't know, Dad. Okay, let me find out. And there you go. You go into the test schedule that shows what's happening within the school, and your kids will be up to date. You will be up to date. And it is an absolute wonderful vehicle, and Smithfield, with their generosity, is providing us. Well, that's, you know, that's let me let me let me say that let me say real quickly. Yeah, the one thing that's so important to me, and I have as I said, I have seven and ten year old boys, and, and they were I one son was bullied in kindergarten, and they asked the kid to leave. But thirteen million students are bullied every year, mm-hmm. cyberbullying or whatever. Now they'll be able to report cyberbullying to the school anonymously, and the school will be able to add this, address this. Suicide is the third leading cause of death for teenagers. And a lot of it has to do with with kids being cyberbullied, and a lot of the fact is that 25% of our kids drop out of high school. And so that is another reason that all of this happened. We want kids to be in school. We want them to go home to feel safe. We want them to look forward to coming to school and not be intimidated by anyone or anything. It's, it sounds fantastic, and, and uh, kudos to Smithfield Foods for, for getting on board with this and helping out. Absolutely. Um, so j- just again to recap, Johnny, uh, folks want the app or more information. Where can they go? Well, just have your school. Contact us at smithfieldschoolapp.com. You'll be led to the site right then, and you'll be able to apply to have to have this app downloaded into your system. And it's easy to do. It's just right. It's sent right on your uh, email. You can download it. You'll have it at your fingertips and be able to start. And the users will be able to keep up to date with everything that's going on. And we want to thank Smithfield for the smithfieldschoolapp.com <laughs> You're the best, Johnny. Thanks for uh, making my boss smile. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Johnny. All right. See you, Pete. Bye-bye, buddy. <laughs> Joining us now on the show, a lovely lady from, uh, I think, Dahlonega, Georgia. Uh, she is Deborah Conway. Deborah, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you. Where You're not from uh, Dahlonega. No, actually, I'm from Dalton. <laughs> uh, we're uh, located in Dalton, Dalton, Georgia. No, but originally. I love oh. your accent. I'm oh, saying. right. Yes, I'm originally <laughs> from England, uh, so... 
been here a number of years, but uh, yeah, still have the accent. How long? How long have you been here? I've actually been here over thirty years. Really? Mm-hmm. And that the accent's just the no. There's no southern twang or anything. It's um, occasionally, but uh, for the most <laughs> part, no. It's delightful. I love it. I could <laughs> Thank I could you. talk to you all all night. Um, <laughs> but you're you're here for a good reason. The Mark Aaron Show is all about charity. And I like playing golf, and uh, what you're here to talk about combines the best of of both worlds, people that want to give and play golf. Tell us about it. Well, uh, we are having a um, a golf tournament that Mm -hmm. is a fundraiser that will support something called Project Search. Um, And Project Search is um, an internship program that's um, based in a host business, um, and it's really geared totally towards preparing young adults with disabilities for the workforce. Wow, that's great. And so, so uh, this is a, a charity golf tournament that uh, is is benefiting Project Search, um, and it is going to be on Friday, October twenty first, at the Town Lake Hills Golf Club in Woodstock, which is a gorgeous course. I've actually played there before, so uh, very excited about that. If people want to uh, be a part of this um, this great cause, how how can we get the listeners out there to, to participate? Well, the best uh, the best uh, way to probably access the information is to go to our website, uh, which is uh, www.projectsearchcherokee.com, um, and they can find the information located there. Um, so that's a, a great way to get involved. Um, certainly, this is it's going to be a fun tournament. Um, lots of fun things, food, hole in ones, uh, prizes, and uh, we hope that it will be a great way to to give to our cause, but also that people have a fun day out there too. Absolutely, uh, Chick Fil A breakfast, a fajita bar lunch, mm-hmm. which Delicious. is <laughs> the food alone makes me want to come out there, and and a, and a great round of golf. Uh, on a great co- uh, golf club, the Town Lake Hills Golf Club in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia. Again, it's uh, next Friday. No, two Fridays from now? Two Fridays 21st. from now. Yeah. October 21st, 2016. I would be there, but I have my 20th college reunion. Wow. So I'll be going to New York. Uh, you're, you're thinking, I'm not old enough to have my 20th college <laughs> exactly. reunion. Exactly. Yeah. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, but Project Search, all right, so they're, Project Search is going to raise money during this golf tournament. And how are they going to spend this money to help their cause? What what will the people that come and golf with you, where, where is that money going to go? What's it going to do? Good question. Um, all of the money that's raised goes, um, goes towards support of Project Search. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to be able to operate the program, all of the money goes into, um, you know the operation um, of the actual um, of the actual um, internship. Okay. So of support of that. So everything that all the money raised is going to go help find internships and support the internships for for the special people to get them situated. Absolutely, it's a nine month program mm-hmm. and um, it's really focused on uh, preparation, so not just um, you know having the opportunity to acquire some of those skills, yeah. but really what it does is it gives a lot of these young adults uh, just the confidence they need yeah. to build, to be able to go out and find employment. And it's got, I mean, I, I know internships played a huge role in my life and my career. Th- this could be a life-changing thing for some of these kids, right? Absolutely. Um, Many of them, you know, just don't have the same opportunities as as other people. Yeah. And so having the opportunity to be able to uh, have that full immersion into the workplace too, not just acquiring the skills, but it's the fact they have nine months of being fully immersed into the workplace. So and getting the social skills that you learn. Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, you hit right on it. Uh, many of those skills, especially the soft skills, 
um, a lot of times they struggle with. And mm. so having the opportunity to, to gain the soft skills so that they don't just find a job, but having those skills to be able to maintain employment too. That's awesome. Great cause, great event, uh, Friday, October 21st at the Town Lake Hills Golf Club in Woodstock. More information, projectsearchcherokee.com. Uh, all of the money and the proceeds will benefit Project Search, which we just found out is a great cause. Thank you so much for uh, coming in and talking about this, and, and best of luck on the tournament. Thank you very much. In my younger days, I used to sport a shag. When I went to school, I carried lunch in the bag. Was forever for my teacher, because I knew I'd get a kiss. Always got mad when the class was A reminder, Bulldogs football not going to be played on Saturday. It'll be played on Sunday. We talked to uh, WSB Sports Director Jay Black last night about the move. The uh, Bulldogs taking on the uh, Carolina Gamecocks. So it's pretty amazing schedule we're going to have Sunday. We're going to have the pregame show, I think, starts at 10.30. Kickoff uh, at 2.30 p.m. here on the Home of the Dogs. And then as soon as the de- the game is over and the postgame is over, we'll go right into the uh, presidential debate. So we've got you covered, football and politics here on Sunday night uh, on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And I will probably be live tweeting the debate so um if you want my comments uh if you're going to listen to the debate or watch the debate or whatever and you want to hear what i have to say just follow me on twitter at mark arum m-a-r-k-a-r-u-m and while you're doing that like my facebook page please um it's mark arum wsb just go to face everyone's on facebook and i post some funny stuff there so and it's a little more freedom than twitter so i can post uh more voluminous stuff on Facebook. So if you get a chance, uh, like my Facebook page, Mark Aram WSB, and of course, always uh, Instagram as well. Uh, okay, stick around. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.